Welcome to the recordings of a fangirl. Hashtag like sarcasm. Let's <laughs> just add a like to it, like sarcasm. On this rainy, disgusting, cold Friday, the 16th of December, 2022. I will tell you right now what I can't stand. I can't stand it right now because we're close to Christmas, like a week away, where people have to constantly ask me, so, Stephanie, are you ready for Christmas? No, Susan, sweetheart, I'm not even ready for today. Okay, I'm not even ready for today. You're going to ask me if I'm ready for Christmas. No, I'm not. I have such an important freaking cheerleading practice tonight. That's all that's on my brain right now. Because we have competition tomorrow, we changed the pyramid three days later, three days earlier. I had my one of my main bases out yesterday sick. She's coming today to learn this pyramid in two and a half hours. So no, Susan, I'm not ready for freaking Christmas. I will be once competition is over on Saturday. All right, I'll get there. So we have like so much to talk about Rangers hockey. So I will talk about last night first. Then we'll talk about certain players on the team. And then I'll go and dive into the last four games of the win streak from five. So now it's up to five. Um, And then we'll talk about some other crap because, my God, I have a list uh, to talk about. And, of course, I have questions for certain players. Like, when do I not have questions? I think the day I don't have questions, you all should be worried because I have questions all the time. So I'm just going to get my stats up because I'm going to talk about Jimmy Vesey first and last night. First of all, that goal that that you scored last night, what a freaking beauty. I watched it five times in a row. I I just had to watch it. It was so beautiful. What a beautiful goal. And then I'm probably going to watch it 10 more times. So I'm going to get up his stats because we're going to talk about him for a minute. Thank you. Um, stupid me, I didn't push that button. I'm on my tablet here. This tablet never likes me. I think my tablet's against me. <laughs> I think it doesn't like me. All right. Stats. All right, put that down. So first and foremost, let's talk about last night. Because I'm just going to mention this with Jimmy. Hold on. I have to get... I'm going to get the thing on Twitter first. Dun, dun, dun. Mm, mm, mm. So we have, so okay, so Jimmy Vassy is on the third line. Everybody complained when he was on the first two lines. He's on the third line now. He's with Kreider and, and um, Trotrek. All right. He's not what you people want, which is a fourth line player. And you should be thanking your lucky stars that he's not on the fourth line. Because I don't think we would have won last night. It, I, I don't know if we would have won in, in overtime. I don't know. I'm just I'm just going to say. I mean, Toronto is pretty damn good. Not not knocking our boys, but Toronto's pretty damn good. I mean, Igor stood on his freaking head. Thank God we have such a great wall as our goalie. But Jimmy was the star of the show yesterday. I mean, I'm not going to take away um, Kittle's goal yesterday, though. Oh, my God. That guy is on fire. He has scored, I believe, three goals in the last couple games. Like, what, two games? Three games? Um, Kako scored two goals. We have Vinny. He has scored two goals. And you have Panarin, seven assists in the last couple games. Not bad. And then you add Jimmy Vesey Jimmy, Jimmy from last night. So, okay. Ready? So here's her stats. Let's just go, let's just do his stat by game by game. So, okay. Last night, two goals, plus two, two even strength goals. So I think I need to mention like even strength right now. Two even strength goals. Because that's been like one of the things that like bother all, all of us is the fact that like they're a power play team. No, not, not last night. They weren't. Um, he had the game winner last night. No, that, no doubt. Three shots on goal. 20 shifts, 15 minutes of ice time, and he had two blocks. Okay. So now let's go to the Devils game. Devils game, he had an assist. Okay. Plus one. One even strength goal. He was, you know, he was on the ice for one even strength goal. 20 shifts again, 16 minutes. Um, Colorado, he had one shot on goal, 
19 shifts, 17 minutes of ice time. Here's the thing. He had two hits and two block shots. Two blocks. Cut. Vegas. 15 shifts, 13 minutes of ice time, two hits and one block. And then St. Louis. Okay. He had... He had one shot on goal, 19 shifts, 14 minutes of ice time, and two hits. And you all want to put him on the fourth line? Uh, no. That was the last five games, so I'm just going to do the last five games. Because that's where we're rocking and rolling. I mean, I could probably look for complete, you know, game listing. But right now, here's his numbers. So he's played in 30 games. He has five goals, six assists. He has 11 points. He's plus six. Uh huh. You have four even strength goals. He has one shorthanded goal, one game winning goal, six even strength goals, 49 shots. Ice time is 400 minutes, whatever. We don't need that. Worry about that. I'm just trying to say. Um, he has. Looking at the other stats, he has 44 hits, 21 blocks. Okay, well, where, where's my list here? So, this is what happens when I, I write things down. Um, he has three face off wins, so and his face off percentage is 33%, just in case we all wanted that stat out there. But, like, he's not a fourth line player. He's definitely a third. I would even say second line player. Second, third line player. Fine. But stop thinking that he needs to be put on the fourth line. He does not. And I said to you in the beginning, I was totally wrong about him. I didn't think that he was going to perform this way. Because we all saw how he did the first stint here with the Rangers. I wasn't impressed. I'm fucking impressed right now. He totally has me impressed. And that's, sometimes that's hard to do. Um, but look at how cool he is. Look at how good he is. And that goal last night was a beauty. So now let's get to the guy that everybody wants to fucking talk about. Because last five games. Um, hold on. Let's, well, let's talk about Kravy. Because this is all everybody wants to talk about on Twitter. And I'm so sick and fucking tired of talking about him. First of all, okay, here I go. <laughs> I like to take a deep breath before I talk about him. He does not have the wow factor. Don't tell me he's got all this skill and talent and ability and he's, he's an explosive player. Where is that? If you see, you can't develop a wow factor. You either have a wow factor, like Panarin, like like Laffy, like Keitel. You either have it or you don't. You can't develop a wow factor. You can develop your game, which is a totally different thing. But you can't develop a wow factor. That's like when you're born with instill, instill ability and instill talent, it shows. Oh, like Foxy too. Foxy is a, has a wow factor because he's born with that. It's instilled in him. He has a wow factor when he's out there. You can develop your game. You cannot develop a wow factor. That's number one. Number two, the morons on Twitter that wanted him to start automatically again on the first line. How fucking stupid are you people? I know some of you don't like when I curse, but you know, this deserves the F word. How fucking stupid are you people? So you coach couches out there who have never coached any sport whatsoever, okay? God help me. Okay. First and foremost, you can't take a player that hasn't played in days or weeks and stick him on the first line to get all this ice time when he hasn't even been out there 
he has to get, a, I hate using the word accustomed, or I can't even think of the other word I want to use, not accumulated, but he has to get, he has to get used to being out there again. Practicing and playing are two different things because you don't practice at a high level. You play at a high level. And it take it's more on your body when you're out there playing than when you're practicing. So I don't know if you people get that idea and that concept, but when you're playing and competing, it's totally different. He needs to get adjusted. That's the word, not a adjusted to being out there again. So let's look at his last. Let's look at the last games. Okay, so last night. He had one shot on goal, okay? 12 shifts, 11 minutes of ice time. He had two hits. Okay, those are his stats. um, When he played against St. Louis, which was his last game before last night, he had one shot on goal, 17 shifts at 13 minutes, and one block. He blocked one shot. Chicago. He didn't play. Or did he play? Oh, Chicago, he played. Never mind, I'm sorry. He played. He had 14 shifts at 11 minutes, and that's all he did. 14 shifts with nothing there. No stats whatsoever across the board. Okay. Ottawa. He got. He had a goal. He had a goal. He had, and that was even strength goal. He had the one shot, which was the goal. He had 15 shifts, 12 minutes of ice time. The game before that, he had... Two shots on goal, 15 shifts, 10 minutes of ice time, and two hits. So for all of you that argue with me that he's a great defensive player, over the last five games, he's had four hits and one block shot. He has had one, two, three, four, five shots in the last five games that he played, that he played. He's had one goal in the last five that he played. And you all wanna put him on the first line with all those stats? Cause you know, people that throw me stats, I'm just gonna throw it right back in your face. Those are his stats right there, right there. He's played this year, he's played 11 games. He's had one goal, one assist. He's had one even strength goal. He's had eight shots on goal. He's had three blocks, nine hits. But oh man, look at him go. What a fucking wow factor player he is. I can't take my eyes off him. Look at him in the defensive zone too. Oh, what a great defensive player he is. Maybe you'll realize now the reason that he's been sitting is because he doesn't have what it takes. I'm sorry. He's not a first-line or second-line player. He is a fourth-line player. That's where he belongs. He belongs on the fourth line until he can prove himself to be a third-line or second-line player. You can't just take a player because, well, we we went through all this crap with him and then he didn't want to be here. Now he has a changed attitude. Good for him. I'm happy he has a changed attitude. There's nothing better than changing your attitude. But he has to change his game. And he should have taken the conditional stint that they wanted him to do in Hartford and get stronger and get better because then he would have been in other games. He would have been in other games. He would have he would have played. The last time he played was 12-5 before last night. That's 10 games. That's 10 days. That's like two weeks worth of games he missed. He missed all the other games in between Toronto and St. Louis. I mean, they're not that many games he missed, but I mean, still, he's sitting. When are you people going to realize this? When? Now, I think Sammy Blaze should have sat last night. And not for his stats, because his stats are fine. He, he had major knee construction surgery. He, he should rest. 
especially because we want him and you want him to be able to be able to play in the playoffs. So let's take a look at Sammy Blay, who everybody gets on to because oh, he hasn't scored a goal yet. He's not a goal scorer. Knock on, knock on your heads. Knock, knock. Anybody home? That's not what he. That's not his ice presence. Is scoring goals. He scores a couple goals. I'll be very thrilled with that. So will everybody else. But look at what he's doing. Let's go. Okay, New Jersey. Twelve shifts. Three hits. Colorado. Thirteen shifts. Two hits. Vegas. Sixteen shifts. Two shots, by the way. Five hits. Uh, St. Louis. Fifteen shifts. Two two hits. Um, Chicago. Twelve shifts. Four hits. Twelve shifts. Four hits. Um, he's not doing that bad. Oh, I have to know what that is. I forgot what that is. Um... Let's look. So far, twenty-seven games. He has he's had five assists. So he is a, he is getting points that way, having five assists. Um, four, five, even strength, five on even strength. So all his assists, all of Sammy Blaze's assists have been even strength. Hello. All we do on Twitter is complain about even strength and power play. He's had 21 shots on goal. He's had eight block shots, 93 hits. Okay. But yet, no, let's just, let's just bother about him. We have to, we have to be bothered that he's not scoring goals. He's doing his job. He's creating power play opportunities. He's hitting. He's blocking shots. He's shooting. He he has he has five assists. What more do you want the man to do after having knee constructive surgery? He just didn't tear his a ACL. Every other CL in his knee was also torn up too, and muscle and tendons and and whatnot. He's doing damn fine out there. And he's on the fourth line. It's not like we're, we're throwing him out there, like I said, on the first, second line. He's on the fourth line. Leave the man alone. Goodness gracious. I, I can't with some of you. I cannot. And, of course, let's talk about Jacob Truba. Because that's all you freaking morons want to talk about on Twitter, which pissed me off. So, I'm going to say this first about Jacob Truba. If it wasn't for Jacob Truba in the Chicago game, with the two fights and the big humongous hit and throwing the helmet at the boards and yelling at the bench, do you seriously believe that this team would have won five in a row? The answer to that is no. Because they were not, they were like playing, they were like ice capades out there. Jacob Truba is a leader on this team. Whether you want to believe that or not, I don't care. I'm telling you, from what I see, he's a fucking leader. He's a great leader. He got the team motivated to turn the shit around, and they've won five in a row. Okay. And being a captain is not as just easy as just seeing the C on his jersey. There's a lot that goes into being one. And it's more than seeing his stupid numbers, which all you people care about are his stats. Okay. So, let's look at his stats. Since you all care about them, we'll, we'll do. So, last night, Toronto, he had one assist. Okay. He had an assist on the power play goal. I believe that's the goal he had the, power, the assist on. Um, oh, no, no. Even strength goal. Excuse me. Excuse me. It wasn't that one. It was an even strength goal. He had two shots last night. He had 26 shifts. He had 22 minutes of ice time. He had three blocks. Okay. New Jersey. He had one shot on goal, 23 shifts, 18 minutes, two hits, and three blocks. 
Colorado. He had 26 shifts, 24 minutes of ice time, one hit, and four blocks. Against Vegas, he had an assist. He had, and that was an even strength goal. He had 25 shifts, 21 minutes of ice time, five hits, five, okay, and three block shots. St. Louis, he had one goal. He had oh, no, one assist, excuse me, one assist, which was even strength goal. Three shots, 28 shifts, 20 minutes, two hits, and two blocks. So, so far this season, okay, he has played 31 games. He has nine assists. So he is in on scoring. He has had assists on eight even strength goals. And one was one shorthanded goal. He's had, he's taken 87 shots. Okay. He has blocked 77 pucks. He has hit 98 times. Okay. What more do you want the man to do? I know we want Jacob to score a goal. And I'm going to tell Jacob right now, you're going to score goals. It's coming. But I think when you put too much pressure on yourself, Jacob, to score a goal, guess what happens? You don't score a goal. So don't put pressure on yourself. They're coming. Today is December 16th. Guess what, everybody? You know when the season, this, how long the season goes till? The last regular season game is April 13th. He's got plenty of time to score goals. And I went over his goals last time with his net presence. Thanks to my statistician, Mark, with his stats for me. Thank you. Anyway, I think the goals are going to come. But people have to be patient. And can we, can we stop nitpicking every fucking thing Jacob Chuba does on the ice? Oh, my God. He just, that was a giveaway. He just gave that puck away. Oh, my God. Look what he's doing out there. Oh, my God. He's so slow. Oh, my God. He's this. Oh, my God. He's that. Blah, 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 blah. Shut up. You're not out there. And I want to say, say to Jacob Chuba, uh, Jacob Chuba as well, kudos to him for going out there and playing injured. That's one of the most hardest things for any athlete to do. I had an athlete the other day play, and she couldn't freaking breathe. Okay. Sick as a dog. And she was out there. That's warrior mentality. It's warrior mentality. That's what Jacob Chuba is. And he's a leader. Enough. Enough with the memes. And the one meme I can't fucking stand on Twitter. What does he do? He does a fucking lot more than you do. So shut, shut the fuck up. Okay. Uh, my question to Jacob will be at the end. We'll do questions. We'll do questions at the end. All right. So, I mean, what more do you people want? I, I don't understand what more people want. Um, okay, so let's switch gears quick again. We'll talk about a couple of players. So then everybody last night was talking about uh, Johnny Brodensky. Brodensky, is that what he says? I, I've never about, I'm, I suck at last names. Broden, I'll just call him Brody. Brody. <laughs> That's his nickname, Brody. Like, we love him. I think that the fan base loves you. The fan base loves you. You work so freaking hard out there. So let's look at his stats. Because he hasn't played that many games. He's just got called up. So let's look at his stats for a minute. Let's see if we can find them. Probably. I have to just look, though. I never thought about looking for his stats. So. Okay. Bro. Yeah. Brodin, Brozinski. I think that's how we say it, right? All right. Last night against Toronto. He had one shot, 13 shifts. He had one hit. Okay. What is this? Oh, wait. I'm trying to see. Dun, 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 dun. He also had three face-offs. Three face-off wins. His face-off percentage is 
against New Jersey, he had one shot, 14 shifts, two hits, again, three um, face-offs, face-off wins. Okay. Um, not bad, right? Colorado, two shots, one hit, four face-off wins. Shoot, face-off percentage, 66%. Now wait, it gets better because then we have Vegas game. Vegas game, he had two shots on goal. He had 14 shifts. He had two hits. He had eight face-off wins. And then the other game, St. Louis game, he had, he was a plus one, one shot, one hit, and five face-off wins. So, so far he's played five games for the Rangers this year. Five. He has he's plus one. He has two penalty minutes. He has seven shots on goal. He has 23, 23 face-off wins compared to 15 face-off loses. Losses, excuse me. His his percentage is 60% though. And he has seven hits. So and he plays with so much grit. He definitely plays with grit. You can definitely see he plays with enthusiasm. And we all love you. We all love you. And I think your daughter is freaking adorable. Oh, my God. The video that they took of your daughter. Oh, my God. I want it. This sounds so bad, but, like, I used to work with kids. So I wanted to eat her up. You know, like, when sometimes you have kids out there that are so freaking adorable and so cute. And then they do the cutest, they do the cutest shit. You just want to eat them up. I want to eat up your daughter. She is so cute. What a cutie patootie. Okay. She is. She's a cutie patootie. Um, and, and he's pretty darn good. Let's add that on. All right. And so let me just get also I'll do my question to him right now. So Johnny. <laughs> so you have a wedding band tattoo? I think that's really cool. Scary if your wife has one though. Because <laughs> I don't know if I would want one. I would not want a wedding band tattoo. I prefer a real ring. Just saying. So I hope your wife has a real ring and not just like a tattoo. Maybe you have a tattoo because you you um you play hockey, so obviously you can't wear a wedding ring while you're playing. Although I do believe some guys actually do play with it on now, which is kind of interesting to me. Um, but anyway, so <laughs> I just find it amazing. I'm like, because I saw like, you know, the interview with him one time and I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. What the hell is on his finger? He has a tattoo on his finger. And then I realized he was married. So then I was like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is that a fucking wedding ring tattoo? Whoever. Oh my God. Again, on your finger, not for me. I'm afraid of needles. Um, okay. Moving on, moving on. So, okay. I will then now switch gears to just talk about Twitter for a second and the men that are on Twitter. I'm going to try to word this in like the best freaking way possible. I don't know if I'm going to achieve that, but I will try my best. Um, Hit me when I say this. Oh, mm-hmm. Wait. I am the miracle. That's right. All right. I put on my, I put on TikTok for a second. Because I want to show something. Um, well, I'm not going to show something. I want you to listen. Something at the end. Um, I'm just trying to find. I'm looking at things as I'm doing it. Okay. So. Men in Twitter. You all need. A little lesson in humility. First of all, humility, dignity are two top things that I think men on Twitter need to learn. And also self-control is not is three. And number four is respect, although respect should go number one because you guys don't have it. Now not all men. I will say about I've seen about 20% of men have all of those things. The rest, 80% of you. My God, because like I've been attacked and harassed so much in the past two weeks because my knowledge of sports, my love for sports, my love for this, you know, me being an, an, an you know, entrepreneur and, and being successful businesswoman gets on men's nerves. So like, let me apologize for being that way. 
I know you all want me to stay in the fucking kitchen. You know, where the knives are, by the way. That's where the knives are. They're in the kitchen. So let's put all women back in there with the knives. Because God forbid a woman is fucking successful. Some of you men out there have such issues with it. It is ridiculous. But I want to say thank you to the men that support me. Because there are men on Twitter that support me. And they show me that they support me and they embrace me. And I want to say thank you to those men. To the other men, no, no, no. Don't start with me. Because you start it, I'm finishing it. See, I don't start shit. But I'll tell you how it's going to end. Ain't going to end pretty for you. Don't start it. So here's a, here's a nice warning for next week. Because as we go into the weekend, I'm not on as often. Especially because I have, you know, children in competition on Saturday and stuff. And I'll be exhausted Saturday night where I will just probably not even be on that, that much. Even though the Rangers are playing Philly on Saturday. I probably won't be on Twitter that often on Saturday. But let's, from here on out. If you don't like something that somebody posts, here's the concept that most don't get. Just keep scrolling. You don't need your comments and your two cents on everything everyone posts. Some things aren't for you. Like, I don't get involved in some people's conversations because they're having, like, a conversation back and forth. That's not for me. I'm not going to be, like, the third wheel or the fourth wheel and and enter and you know, and interrupt them. Some people are having conversations about the Yankees, for example. Am I going to interrupt them having a conversation about the Yankees? No. I'm just going to read their conversation. Fine. Okay. Great. Oh, you're talking about that. Wonderful. And I'm not even going to, I'm not going to comment. I'm going to keep scrolling. If there's something that everybody's having an open conversation, there's more than two people in the conversation. Sure. I may give my two cents. Especially if people are wrong, mind you. Because I come with research and receipts, honey. When I have when I have conversation, like some don't come at me and tell me, well, he's not a left winger, he's a right winger, and then I show you the the scouting report that he can fill all forward positions. That's what Kravy can do. He can fill all. He can. That's the scouting report. He can fill in at all forward positions. He's not just left or right. He can do both. He can do everything. He can do center. He can do everything. Don't come at me because I will have. Receipts and research. Don't. Don't try me. That's basically it. You're going to try me, you're going to end up losing. And then if you're going to go after me and you're going to try to humiliate me or you're going to try to gaslight me or you're going to try to breadcrumb me, you're going to get blocked. So it's that simple because I got no time or energy to argue with dumb people on Twitter. I don't argue with people. I think it's a waste of time and energy to sit there and argue with someone. Now, if you want to have a conversation, sure, I'm all up for conversation. I love conversation. And that's what Twitter's for, by the way, is for conversation. It is not to bully, humiliate, um, downgrade anybody. If you have insecurities or jealousies, that's on you. That's not on the person that you're trying to downgrade, bully, or humiliate. That's on you. So stop that shit. And I will say this, and stop that shit of trying to do that to hockey players on your team that you root for. Mind you. Okay. Because I'll come at you with that. I will come at you with that too. I don't stand for that. Sorry, but not sorry. All right. All right, so let's talk about... Mm-mm-mm. Oh, well, we can mention the holidays, too. So I'll just mention Twitch. So if you don't know who Twitch was, he was the DJ on the Ellen DeGeneres show. Um, and he was big on dancing, and he married one of the dancers from Dancing with the Stars, by the way, Allison. Um, they have kids, and he was big on TikTok. He's big on TikTok with his dancing, and he had great dance moves, and I loved him. Yeah, you know, I'm a dancer. I'm a cheerleader. I love that kind of stuff. And you also get your inspiration from watching that stuff, by the way. So that's like where it all comes from, is watching other people, and then you try to then come up with your own dance moves from watching and being inspired from other people. So this week, we found out that he committed suicide. And everybody 
says, well, he looked so happy online. On social media, he was so happy. He was always smiling and dancing. And here's my thing. Since I own a social media company and I've been in social media for so long, I'm going to give you a little insight. People are never going to post about how depressed they are and what's going wrong in their lives all the time because they don't, well, A, they don't need to do that. But B, it's social media. It's where fake lives take a hold. You always, people are always in competition with somebody else on, on, on social media. It's ridiculous. But, oh, so she got a new car. I have to get something even bigger than, than that. Or she got this. I have to get that. She's doing this. I have to do that. And then they have fake lives. People, have, people look immensely happy on social media all the time. Just because he looked happy does not mean that he was. And it's the holiday season. So many people get depressed at this time of year. For whatever freaking reason they get depressed about, that's none of our business why they get depressed. But they get depressed. So here's my thing. If you see people on Twitter or on Facebook, because people have conversations there too, and they look and they're, they're talking about their anxiety, they're talking about how their mental state, they're talking about how depressed they are. Sometimes people will talk about that for a very short period of time, but they'll mention something. Reach out to those people, especially those people, and tell them that you're there for them. I just did that yesterday because you know what? That's what people need. People need people that you can reach out to and talk about things. Sometimes people don't think they have those people. It's important on social media to make sure people have those people. If we're going to have conversation on Twitter, then we should be able to be able to be someone's light instead of being someone's darkness. Be that light for somebody. And that's what social media is, and that should be. So if anybody out there that's listening to this ever has a problem or needs to talk to somebody, you can always direct message me. My, my DMs are open for everybody, and I can tell you for everybody because I get the crappiest DMs all day long. Some of them I'm just like so annoyed about getting, but that's beside the point. I'll just delete them. Um, and the ones I'm annoyed about getting are the ones about people trying to scam me into like, you know, online jobs and all this kind of stuff and all that kind of crap. Um, um, yeah, and I do get like people asking to date me too, which I think is, which is hilarious. No, honey, I don't care about your hobbies. <laughs> I don't, I, I'm very happy that you can provide for yourself. Very happy. Very good. Good for you. Good for you. Here, thumbs up. But no, I'm not dating you. Goodbye. Um, which actually is a good segue into the dating segment. So I do get DMs like that, but I got one that really made me laugh the other day. <laughs> Some, all right, so this guy asked me, well, what's it really like to date you? <laughs> like, oh, I didn't answer him. Cause I had to really think about that. And I was like, well, you know what? I'll put in a blog this weekend. I'll, I'll, when I blog on Sunday, I think that will be my dating blog. Um, but I, I, I thought about it this way. Have you ever had a migraine, a migraine and an erection at the same time? Because that's basically what I am. <laughs> I'm a migraine and an erection at the same time. Um, not saying that I'm a difficult person. I am very easygoing until you cross me. When you cross me, I'm not easygoing. But I'm a very easygoing person. I have a very easygoing personality. Um, I'm very adventurous and I'm very, I'm not hyper, but I'm very energetic. Oh, you have to be if I, hello, I'm a cheerleader and I coach, so obviously I have to be, but, and I have enthusiasm for life and stuff, so it's fun dating me. Basically, that's what I'm saying. It's fucking fun with me, but only the strong, only the strong can survive with me. The weak men can't last with me after like a week i'll give them a week i'll be nice they can they can't last like i have i'm not a strong personality but i have personality and sometimes that personality some guys can't handle so that's why i need a strong man strong man warrior mentality only apply um but yeah so that's basically what my answer was because i told i i know he listens to this show so i will tell you it's like having a migraine and erection at the same time. Mm -hmm. I, I, basically, that's how it is. Like, 
and then I'll add this. Um, the pro and con for dating me is my mouth. Do with that what you will. Um, anyway, okay. Let me see, I have that. Dum -ba -bum. No, don't want it. Not talking about that. Oh, we have to talk about that. Okay, I have everything written down. This is okay. So let's talk about the Renier Granger players and my questions for each and every single one of them. All right. So I think, so Jacob, this is for Jacob Chuba. We'll do Jacob first since he's the captain. He gets to go first. Look at him. So, Jacob, are you going to keep facial hair or are you going to go and shave your facial hair? Because I personally think you look better with facial hair than without. There are some guys that look better without it, and there are some guys that look good without it. But I don't, I don't like it when like you grow. I don't want to call it an atrocity, but some guys grow an atrocity on their face, and it just takes away from them. It takes away from that period. It just. So here's my thing. I think you look better with it. Are you going to keep it? Because last time I, when we saw the interview, I think last time you had facial hair on your on your face i think that was after the devil's game if i'm not mistaken um i didn't look at your face yesterday sorry <laughs> i didn't look at your face yesterday that sounds so mean i didn't, but i don't mean it that way um just being myself <laughs> i'm a blonde <laughs> leave me alone um but like are you gonna keep it like that or not i just want to know i'm just curious just curious um, and here's my thing. So we'll also with Jacob too, because he has two dogs. So do you, are you going to create for your dogs, a Twitter account for your dogs? Do you have a Twitter account for your dogs? I think your dogs on Twitter would do very well. I, I, I've seen other people have their dogs on Twitter. So I'm just mentioning it to you. I think you should really have your dogs on Twitter. Okay. Let's move along. Um, okay, well, we'll get to him at the end. Um, who else was I gonna, I wanted to ask a question. Um, nah, I don't wanna ask that question. Maybe we'll save that question for him at another time. Um, oh, I know. So this goes to, this goes to Philip Keedle and Igor Shosturkin at the same time. So you guys know English because you guys speak very well English. I know Keto speaks very good English, but he, I loved his interview when he, when he got the winning goal against Jersey. He goes, yeah, I shoot, I score. Got goal. <laughs> that was, oh my God, I'm, I'm, I was dead. But so I just want to like, so you know English, Igor? Because you spoke it very well in the locker room when you gave out the Broadway hat. Just gonna, just saying. Mm-hmm, mm -hmm. Like, you know, I find, like, sometimes some players, like, have, like, translators so they don't have to talk to the media because that's what one of the Yankee players did that one time. Um, the catcher that we can't stand that got traded, whatever his name was. Oh, Sanchez, that's it. He always had a translator when he could speak perfectly good English. Um, so that's kind of cool. Um, so, Igor, this is what I want to ask, Igor. So you like that other chocolate, Fetter, Roach, whatever that stupid stuff is. I've no, I don't eat that stuff. I'm going to tell you right now that you really need to get Godiva chocolate. Somebody on your team better buy you Godiva chocolate for Christmas. Because that stuff is the best chocolate if you want the best. And you deserve the best because you are our wall back there and you help the guys so much. And they, they know that they're going to have a chance to win a game because you're there. So I think... Your defenseman, especially, should buy you Godiva chocolate or take you. I think in New York City, I think in the city there is like a special like Godiva store, if I'm not mistaken. I don't remember, but there should be though. Oh, oh, okay, thank you. We don't need you to talk right now. I just want to say, um, okay, yeah, that's going to be my quote for the day. Because I'm going to do a quote for the day at the end. Okay. So that was to Igor. You need to get that Godiva chocolate. I think there's really a great chocolate like store in, in Manhattan. There has to be. It's Manhattan, please. I think he needs to check that out. Or he can get, like, you know, take him there. <laughs> Let him shop till his heart content. Because he deserves to get all that chocolate now. He's been, mm -hmm, he's been back to his old self. So there we are. 
Um, and then let's see who else I want to talk to. Oh, I told Jim, oh, Jimmy Vassy right in the beginning. The guy was wrong about you. I was wrong. I admit. I am so happy you're on this team. Keep doing what you're doing. That was awesome. That's awesome. Oh, I know. So during the Devils game, it was Key, it was Laffy, it was Kako, and it was Keetle. Was it Sammy Blay too? I don't know if it was him too. Were you all piled on top of each other? Please don't do that again. You gave me a heart attack. Because the last thing we need is somebody to get like hurt with your skate blade in the pile. Now, I know some people on Twitter love that you celebrated that way, but Lord have mercy on my heart. Okay? Please don't get each other hurt celebrating. I love the fact that you all want to like huddle and celebrate and jump over each other, but no. And my phone's going off. I have no idea who's calling me. It's always when I'm busy. Please pause. Yeah, I have to make a phone call when, after this is over. So anyhow, it, it, it's always, that's always the case with me. Whenever I'm doing something, I get like 50,000 things that have to happen at the one time. And then when I'm sitting here and doing absolutely nothing, nobody bothers me. All right. So then Lindy, it, obviously I saved the best for last. Okay. I saved Lindy for last. Um, he's the fucking best. Anyway, oh, and that's my opinion. I'm sticking to it. Okay, so I think everybody on Twitter, not me, but everybody else on Twitter had heart palpitations. And they were all so sad that you shaved off your mustache. I have to just say three things to you. One, you look like an entire different person without facial hair. It's amazing how your facial hair makes you look like a different person. Now, two, I think you look sexier without facial hair. You look extremely hot right now without the facial hair. Um, I nearly freaking fell over when I saw it the first time. I think that was against the devils. So I was like, oh my God, he shaved it off. And look, nobody else picked up on it on Twitter yet. I picked up on it first and then I put it out there and they're like, oh my God, I shaved it off. Oh my God, what happened? Oh my God. So, but I like it when you have like a little facial hair, like especially like the rough on your face. Like when you have the, you know, when guys have like that roughness on their face, it looks really good. And they look really, really good. And he looks, you look fucking amazing. So no matter what you do, I don't care, but I think you look really awesome right now. It's just, I'm telling you, you actually look older without facial hair than when you have facial hair. I don't know how that's amazing. I don't know how that is. But you look totally different. It's just, you're just amazing. So, and you're going to score a goal soon. You too. So it's between Jacob and Lindy. There was like a, there was like a poll going on on Twitter who was going to score first. And I was like, oh, uh, I'm going to, I'm still going with Lindy. Lindy's scoring a goal first, without a doubt. Without a doubt, he's scoring a goal. Now, like I said, there, it's December 16th. You can still score all those goals. I, I think you're going to score a lot of goals. Um, you know, so many people like say, well, he's, you know, no, he's not an offensive player, but he's really big on D. Um, I'm just going to say this. His value on this team goes way deeper than people even, you can even see through his stats. So if people want to talk about his stats, let's talk about, let's talk about his stats. So here we go. Let's talk about his stats. Um, I can't wait until, I'll talk about that next week. Never mind. Freeze. Hold on. Lindgren. I got to spell his name right, for God's sake. Can we spell his name right? Okay. Um, let's see. Last night, he had no shots on goal. He had one hit. Um, New Jersey, he had one shot on goal. He had two block shots. Against Colorado, he had one shot. Okay. On Vegas game, he had, he was a plus two, by the way. He had two shots. He had two hits and three block shots. 
against St. Louis, he had one shot on goal and two blocks. So, so far this season, he's played 29 games. He has eight assists. Okay. He has, and all his assists have been at even strength. He has 39 shots. Okay. He has 50 block shots. He has 36 hits. So he's, he's really, and then what's his percentage here? Wait a minute, I gotta look up. Oh, and then he's plus, plus seven. Let me add that in. Plus seven. Only 31 penalty minutes, so not bad with penalty minutes, but plus seven. He's very important to this team. So, and I think, I believe in you. I believe so much in you that you can win a Norris Trophy. I know some guys don't like talking about like, you know, personal trophies and personal things like that kind of stuff. It's all about team and that kind of stuff. And that's definitely what Ryan Lindgren's mindset is. So you can definitely see that. And you can definitely see his brother has the same mindset too. He doesn't really care about, you know, personal awards. He just cares about team, which is awesome. He, and he's so humble. And I love that about him, that he's so humble. Because you don't really have that many athletes that are that humble. Um, and like when he gets interviewed, you can definitely see your leadership come out when you're in your interviewed that you deserve to have the A on your sweater next year. You deserve to have the fucking A on your jersey next year. Jacob, hello. Make it fucking happen. He needs to have the A on his jersey next year. Okay. But you can win a Norris trophy. You're so talented and you have so much ability to win that award. And I know that's a hard award to win. Um, and you have to score goals. We know. We get it. He has to have some offensive side to, to have to win. But I think you can do it. And the year's, the year's young still. It's only December 16th. We, so we can do this. We can do this. I believe in you. And I'm going to end it on that note. I believe in you. You may not think that you can win one, but I think you can. Anyway, um, my stupid TikTok. So there was this video. I was like, oh, all right, let me, all right, goodbye. <laughs> um, I'm going to end it on this note because I like this quote about women, obviously, because I am. Hold on. I have to find where it was. Dun, 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 dun. And I have to make this stupid phone call now. Okay, hold on. She's not the type of woman you simply sleep with. She's the kind of woman you lay everything on the line for. She's like water. Strong enough to drown you, soft enough to cleanse you, and deep enough to save you. She's not the type oh, that, of woman That, like, hit me. Because I'm like, when you see the social media, and you, like, when you see how social media goes... And you see all these people on dating apps and all these people like looking to just sleep with somebody. When you see that and you hear a guy talk about that on Twitter, on TikTok, it kind of like this guy is like so good because he he hits on everything. That quote to me that he just said, like, she's not the type of woman you simply sleep with. She's the kind of woman you lay everything on the line for. That's the kind of man we all want. We want a man who knows our value and what we bring to the table. You know, I write about sex a lot because, well, it's part of the dating scene and it's actually part of the dating app style that's been happening lately in the past couple of years. But sex is not the only thing that you should be looking for when you're looking for a woman. Yes, I, we can get into this conversation and I can get into this conversation with so many guys that I, um, about how important like sexual attention is and how important sexual, you know, attraction is. 
but it's a, it goes a lot deeper than that. So my next blog post will be all on the dating stuff because I find when I was reading, I, I read so many different things online, like all day, all day long I read. And then I have to roll my eyes half the time. This one guy on Twitter, oh, hello. This one guy on Twitter was a Twitter, no, it was TikTok, was telling girls, be slutty. I was like, wait a minute, what? What, wait, 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 what, what? Be slutty? No, 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 no. A girl doesn't have to be slutty to get a guy's attention. No, go away. And I told him off. I was like, no, no. We don't, let's not go there. Let's not go there. No, we don't have to be slutty. No, we can be, we can be, mm, we can be sassy and sweet and sensual and seductive without being slutty. See, there's a way of doing it which I'm gonna write about in the next blog post because uh, no, no. When guys go out of their way to say that to women online, I was like, oh, <clears throat> no, no. He was, he was like, oh, well go, go downline the grinder, download the Tinder. I was like, oh, fuck you, honey, no, no. Stop telling people that, no, no, no. Do not download the grinder. Do not download the Tinder. Get off those fucking apps. They are dangerous. They are terrible. They are not what you think they are. Number one. Number two. Go to the bar, go to the club, go to a sporting event, go travel, go do things, go be out there, be present in the world and you'll meet people. You can meet people on Twitter, like I said last episode, you can meet people on Twitter and then meet them in person. You have a better shot at that than you do on a dating app, 10 times. Because I've met, I don't know how many people on Twitter, Twitter's awesome for meeting people and having conversation with people and then having a local group. And I've met people from Facebook. I've met people, social media, actually, because you know why? Because you have to, if you're going to do that, you're going to be real. It's more or less your real self compared to a dating app where you have what's called choice overload. And they don't really care about you, which if you read my book, Hello, Love, Where's Cupid, the second edition, or you read the other book, Relationship Impossible. I break down dating apps for you and how dangerous they are and how wrong they are and how they actually make you think and believe you picked the right person when in fact you didn't. It's all a setup because they make money off you. Whether you pay for a subscription or not, they're still making money off you. And you shouldn't be on those apps. Those apps are deadly, especially for women, deadly. And the men on them are not high quality men. There you go. And by high quality, I mean good guys. Half the time, they're not. More or less, they're not. You have rapists on there, you have sexual predators on there, you have criminals on there, you have men who are cheating on their, on their significant others on there. They're not high quality men. Because high quality men don't need to be on those apps. Just like high quality women don't need to be on those apps either. If you're high quality and you know what you bring to the table, you don't need those apps. Boom. I said it. All right, have a great weekend. Wish me luck for Saturday. I'm as stressed out as I think I've ever been for a competition. So there's that. I will go off about 1.36 p.m. My team goes on the mat. So that'll be interesting to say the least. I will be posting it on Twitter though. So have no fear. I will post on Twitter as usual. My happy, happy self. And what else was I gonna say? Oh, so next week, because Christmas is next week. I'm doing a podcast on Wednesday. So next Wednesday podcast, I'm gonna try to do a video podcast next week as the last one before Christmas. And then I will do one before New Year's because my New Year's one is always awesome. I'm still debating if I'm gonna go to the Jersey Shore for New Year's or not. Don't know. Don't know what I'm doing yet. But I gotta get through Christmas first, as I like to say. Right, so have a great weekend and I will talk to you all next week or, you know, on Twitter. That's where I'm at.
or TikTok or YouTube. Pick one. I'm there.